When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's look towards Saturday and some of the best college football games on the board as we do our pick six across college football. Pick six. Pick six. Oh, jinx. Between yeah. this and the Steelers yeah. game, good God. Are you trying to make people's eyes bleed? This pick, man, what are we doing? What are we doing? We're doing what we should do. Watch the ugliest game on the planet and win some money doing it. I tried watching my first Iowa game of the season last week. And I have to tell you, it was one of the worst experiences of my life. (laughs) Here are things I would rather do than watch Iowa on offense. Inhale some paint. Clip my toenails, stare at some color bars on my TV, repair the leak in my shower, talk about the weather, wear Patrick Mahomes' red underwear that he's been wearing for six years, eat a box of Whoppers, run a marathon, talk about Taylor Swift. Iowa is straight up water torture on offense. They do not score. I think Nebraska wins this game straight up, regardless of what happens. It's going to be five to three, maybe six to three if we get a high scoring affair. Under 26 and a half, Hawkeyes and Huskers. Let's go. It feels like they can't make these totals low enough for Iowa football. I tried to watch oh. Iowa last weekend and I Oof. flipped it over and the score was three to two. Are we watching baseball? No, this is football and this is Iowa football at its finest. So I think there is only one play and it is the under 26 and a half. It seems comically low, but what (laughs) did they do last week? A total under 30 still hit the under love it. Love it. Love it. If you want to watch that game, I advise you don't just check the box score at the end An early kickoff in Lincoln beginning at noon Eastern on Friday. Big six. All right, let's get into the weeds in college football and bank on a team that maybe you haven't been paying attention to. I'm going to go Liberty minus eight and a half in the first half over UTEP. Yes, it's a very specific play, but wait for it. Flame emoji for the Flames this year. They're 11 and 0 straight up, and they're actually the third best team in the country at covering the first half spread. The Flames also one of the most prolific offenses in the first half of football, averaging over 23 points per game and 32 points per game in the first half of their last three games. This offense has really caught fire. Meanwhile, you look at UTEP, 3-8 and eight overall, and also 93rd in the nation in first half offense. They've really struggled against other ranked teams they faced this year, lost 31-10 to Arizona, Hell, they even lost 38-7 to to Northwestern. Let's take Liberty to jump out to another hot start and take them minus 8.5 in the first half. Chelsea, 
Wow. I did not expect that bet. I love it. These teams kick off at 3.30 Eastern time on Saturday from the Sun Bowl. Pick six. Pick six. Okay, guys. You know what time it is. I've been talking about this since the beginning of the year. Texas minus 12 and a half versus Texas Tech. I read an article in the Lubbock Avalanche Journal that we're scared to play Texas Tech in the SEC because this is such a big rivalry game. Do you think Texas looks at Texas Tech and says, oh, what a rivalry. It's a rivalry for you. And by the way, that's not a rivalry because one-sided. Playing you has no benefit. We're going to leave this garbage conference behind. Oh, we have to beat Texas Tech. Who cares? We're just going to beat you on our way to the Big 12 championship game. And I'm doing this for Brett Yormark, garbage commissioner. Garbage. Was in Lubbock a few months ago and said, oh, I'm rooting for you guys to beat, beat Texas. I'll be at the game. Well, I hope you get shunned at the game. He's coming down. He's a clown. This guy's a total hypocrite. Oh, he's mad that Texas and Oklahoma are leaving for the SEC. But then you'll gladly accept Pac-12 teams into the Big 12. Do you know how college football works, you idiot? We're going to get some terrible calls in this game. That's the way it goes. Texas is the most penalized team in the conference. Why? Because we're the best team and because they hate us. All right? Embrace the hate. Texas has been waiting for this game for months. I've been talking about it for months. I am ready for the Longhorns to put their stamp on this season, play for the Big 12 championship. They will do it. There is a donkey stomping coming on Friday at DKR. The money's coming in on Texas Tech. Fine with me. Texas in a rout. Minus 12 and a half in Austin. Let's go. Wow, Jenks, that pick doesn't feel personal at all. I don't no, see not. why you would make that one. There was no passion. There was nothing no. in that, just numbers, you know, and just straight facts. But we'll ride. We'll ride with Jenks. If you want to watch it, the Red Raiders and Longhorns meeting Friday nights at 730 Eastern in Austin. Pick six. Pick six. All right, let's go to the Bluegrass State for a big rivalry matchup between Louisville and Kentucky. I'm taking the favorites here. Louisville minus seven at home. Uh, if you look at this one, obviously it's a rivalry game and usually I would lean towards the points, but this has been a tough stretch for Kentucky. They're playing their third road game in their last four, including a deflating loss on the road to South Carolina, where Devin Leary, their quarterback, who transferred from NC State, uh, couldn't take advantage of even a very bad South Carolina defense. He was just 17 of 34 with two turnovers in that game. Things don't get easier going against this Louisville defense. Cardinals ranking 11th in the nation when it comes to third down defense and second in the country in red zone defense. Louisville hasn't won the Governor's Cup since 2017. It feels like they'll be really motivated now that they're in the top 10 to end their regular season with a big win against their biggest rival. So I will lay the points here with Louisville. I'll take a minus seven against Kentucky. Chelsea, good luck to you. It is an in-state rivalry which gets underway at noon Eastern time on Saturday. Pick six. 
Somebody's got to bet on this game. Number two, Ohio State at number three, Michigan. I am playing this down to three. Laying the three with the Wolverines at minus 130. This game, doesn't it just feel like a trap? When you see Ohio State plus three and a half, you say, oh my God, Michigan hasn't played anyone. And they haven't. They haven't. They played Penn State. Okay, but their schedule leaves a lot to be desired. This line is begging you to take Ohio State. And I see everyone taking Ohio State. When I see that, I say, no, 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 no. You got to look at the other side. The Wolverines are at home. They will dominate this game in the trenches. That's where Michigan will win this game. They have the advantage on their offensive line. They have their advantage on their defensive line. And you can say what you want about this cheating scandal, and I get it. It's gross, but it has really brought this team together. So this is a trap. You can be on Ohio State. I understand they're more battle-tested. Michigan wins this game by at least a field goal. Wolverines minus three in Ann Arbor. I almost made this my pick, but then I watched J.J. McCarthy last week against Maryland, and I got a little nervous. Uh, I would be with you if I was picking a side here, but I'm going to lean towards the under instead. I think we see a low-scoring affair between Michigan uh, and Ohio State here. I'll take the under 46. Looks like this line has already dropped overnight from 40 or from 46 to 45 and a half, and for good reason. I think both these teams will want to run the football. We saw that that is the case for Michigan. We saw it against Penn State. Uh, when you have an offensive line that is that good, they didn't throw a single pass in the second half against Penn State, and I think they will try to have the same game plan against Ohio State. Also, we're talking about two of the best defenses in the country. Michigan number one, Ohio State number three. Uh, if you look at it, Penn State was number two, and we saw how that game went. It was a very low-scoring affair. 2014 24-15 final score. Again, J.J. McCarthy looks very shaky against Maryland. How do you think he's going to fare against Ohio State, which is one of the best pass defenses in the country? So with so much on the line for both of these teams, I think we see a very conservative approach and both teams hoping to not make the one big mistake. I'll hit the under 46 for an Ohio State team that's been a cash cow to the under this season. They've hit the under in eight of their last 10 games. So let's hit under 46 in the game at Michigan. It is the biggest game of the weekend. Buckeyes, Wolverines, Saturday at noon Eastern. When you handicap this game, you're on a total, so maybe... Maybe not so much, but if you're picking a side, do you do you work in the cheating scandal at all as part of your handicap? Because I have seen people who are very respected handicappers in this business who like Ohio State who have said, I think this cheating scandal will be a distraction. And I I disagree with that because it has not been a distraction thus far. So why would it suddenly be one this weekend? Yeah, I don't think so either. Like, yeah. in fact, I think it motivates them to be even better. Like when you are talking about trying to motivate college aged kids, I think sometimes it can be difficult saying, hey, you need to watch film. You need to do all of this homework for the game. But when you have the whole world, well, not the whole world, they got to stop with that nonsense. The whole world does not care about Michigan football. Uh, maybe the whole college football community, when the whole community is pressing down on mm -hmm. you, 
I think it's actually easier for these Michigan players to be motivated. We've seen the emotion that they've had in some of these games. So I actually think it goes in their favor. And if they're willing to cheat or allegedly cheat in that regard, how do you think they're preparing for this one? They will do anything necessary (laughs) to get an advantage in a game. And as a better, I kind of like that about Michigan. I don't think they're great people, but as a better, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Ain't trying, (laughs) baby. (laughs) I've heard that a few times. I mean, look, everyone does it on some level. They just sort of took it to the extreme, but now they're paying a small price for it. Jim Harbaugh won't be on the sideline. I don't think it matters. I still like Michigan here. It's going to be a great game, though. Oh, for sure. That's one I absolutely will be watching. No matter what, I will be kicking whoever out of the way if they stand in my line of sight for this game when we are out and about. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.